welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show, presented by Hugh Hattrick. Here at Bathurst in the course, my very special guest, basically Rascal Rabbit, Josh Martin. It's great to have you back on the show. Drive fast and try not to crash. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show. And tonight, jumping in at the last minute as fast as he could, it is Jerry NCF1, but his real name is Simon. Good evening, Simon. How are you doing today? Good evening. Very well, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, very, very short notice, but much appreciated. Oh, that's fantastic. You've literally just got off in your, uh, your forklift truck and straight in here into the studio. Straight away, yeah, exactly. Just jumped off it, left it in the middle of nowhere and got in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fantastic. Well, it's great to have you on the show and it's fantastic to see all these races. My goodness, I'm trying to think how many different um, uh, uh, YouTubers we've had this year. And we've had, we've had oh, well into, into double figures for sure uh, and all from all over the globe. But we've got another Brit on tonight. So I'm going to start with the question I ask all of my guests. How did your love for racing and your kind of gaming how did it all begin? Oh, blimey. Um, do you, um, obviously, it started in the arcades for me back when I was a kid. Ah, um, so it was like the ones like called Pole Position. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Virtua Racing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually, you know, once the games became good enough at home, when the PlayStation first came along, it would have been the Formula One games, you know, like the first Formula One one, because he... By then, you sort of recognised it as such. I recognise that track, and I recognise that car, and it became more realistic. And um, mm. so, yeah, probably the first Formula One and Formula One '97 were the best ones. Yeah, yeah. And even the touring car games were pretty good as well. I like Toka touring car was great. I yeah, used to yeah. love that game. Yeah, the Toka Racer when you had that story mode to it as well. That they were good. And um, even the indie car one they did, uh, Code Master. I think that was Code Masters. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. That was quite yeah. good. At, it taught you all about you know how setting the car up pretty well. And um, yeah, so it all stemmed from that. But then I suppose as I got older, it sort of went away from it again. You know, you go outside and so forth and do other things. You know, I like to try and do sort of many other things. But Formula One started. Yeah, Hungarian Grand Prix in 1991. All right, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, just had my Sunday dinner and uh, turned on the um, TV, BBC Two back in those days. Uh, and there was yeah. Mansell and Senna fighting over the lead. And um, I'd, I'd known, I mean, God, by that age, you know, I was aware of Mansell. Yeah. Um, and we, we, I sort of knew that he was sort of fighting for the title. I just sat mm. there and watched it and was transfixed. Yeah, and yeah. watch. I think I've watched every. I watched every race of that season from then on, um, and then obviously '92 for his title and so forth. And you know, and that's where the love of Formula One came from. Yeah, um, motor racing. Now in that race, I'm trying to think. I think did Senna win in '92? He did. Yeah, I think Mansell win. had brake problems in the end, so he dropped yeah. back a bit at the end. Um, but yeah, he was. They were following each other, but I think it just have been on the tail of three wins on the trot. 
Mansell. That's right. Yeah, that was the thing. France, I, Britain, and yeah, Germany, was, and then um, I right. think McLaren went and did some testing and upgrades, and they just found a little bit extra. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, it's fantastic. Now we've got loads of people in the chat. So, and we're already um, questions are, are being asked. So I'll come to those in a few seconds, but it's great to see everyone. And if you've got a question, all you need to do is if you write it in capital letters, I've got a better chance of spotting it um, over here on my screen. Um, so we'll get, to, we'll make sure that, that uh, Simon doesn't sweat too much with the questions that come along tonight. That, uh, but feel free to ask him what, he, what you would like to ask him. Now, so you've done lots of different types of gaming, but uh, you, you're also, you stream now as well, um, and you do a lot of Gran Turismo. So what kind of brought you back um, to playing Gran Turismo? Um, to be fair, you know, originally with Gran Turismo, I got the first ever game, didn't like it, and never really bought another one. Yeah. Um, but when I saw the sort of like training uh, for GT Sports, I thought, oh, this looks a bit better, you know, more different classes of racing, you know, more of the sort of stuff I like. Um, it looked a bit more genuine, and I thought, well, I'll give it a go. So I enjoyed it when I first played it, but then I do that with games. I'll play them for a bit and then sort of leave them. I can be yeah. a bit like that with consoles. But then obviously with what's gone on in the world over the last sort of year and a half, that's what sort of brought me back to it. You know, mm. because I was on furlough for three months or more, and that's how it all started again. Um, yeah. finding something to fill your days, you know, you can sit out in the sun for as much as you possibly can, but <laughs> you're, you, you get bored, you know, even going for a walk or you can't go anywhere, you know, you've got to find something to do. So, I got back on that and found other people streaming it and so forth. Um, from my point of view, streaming it at the moment, I'm just doing it as a hobby. You yeah, know, it, yeah. It's, um, especially, you know, we're coming back into winter again, the long dark nights, you know, it does help give you something to do. And the community that I've found myself sort of drawn into has been fantastic. Yeah. Such nice people and, you know, been feel fully welcomed. You know, it's brilliant. Yeah. I, I thought I used to be really good, but now I realise <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Now we've got because we've got people like Jack and Scotty yeah. and we've got John Water racing in here as well and Darren Turner and we've got Covert Company in here too. So we've got lots of all your fans and the people that I know you race with. Um, and some of these guys are incredibly fast, getting top times in the EMAA and of course leading in our HHTCR Championship too, uh, which is on this Saturday night, uh, which will be fun. So make sure you you watch that live. Um, it will be in the description as well. And we've watched, of course, we've got your YouTube channel in the description. So make sure if you're not already subbed to Simon's channel, it's in the description for great uh, racing content. So tell me, one of the questions that we have got already from Darren Turner, he says, what was your biggest red face moment so far? Mm -hmm. um, I bet you Jack will soon tell you what this was. It was, uh, uh, we did it, I think it was a lobby race. Yeah, it must have been a lobby race because I was, Oh, we'd never been in the race with Scotty and Jack otherwise. Um, it was at Monza. And I always think, I always thought on the inside these days at Monza, as you're going along with a sort of pit exit and you come up to that chicane, I thought that was all track. But there's a yeah. strip of grass there as you oh, come yeah. up to the chicane. Yeah. I was coming along thinking, yeah, I can get up the inside here and suddenly saw that grass. And I just braked trying to avoid it. And when I just went on the grass and you just see me and when we watched the replay, I just go screaming through taking out about three cars because uh, I'd lost that. that. That was embarrassing because oh, I, I kept, I kept thinking 
I'm sure in real life that isn't there, that grass. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to use my memory from watching sort of Formula One. And when I watched it last time, I was like, oh, it is there. You know, so, um, yeah, that is probably the biggest red, red face. If you can think of another one, I can't think, I can't remember the other one. That might be worse than that. Oh, it's funny though, isn't it? I've done that a few times. We had a good stream last night where we were in the, in the it was at the dry race, and I came hearing through the field, making up about 12 places at the Nürburgring GP. I, I just got tapped as I came through. And then, so that was me off on that race. But, uh, but no, it's fantastic fun. And, and some of the races when you get the big smashes as well, uh, if you cause a bit of a, of a shunt, it, it can be yeah. a bit more It wasn't so bad as it was in a lobby race and people you know, so it isn't too bad. <laughs> you can just about get away with it. Yeah. That's the thing. Now, Andrew Marr has said, Simon, have you ever grown a big moustache as good as a Mansell fan should be? Oh, I tried uh, for one November about oh four or five years ago. Oh, right. Yeah, uh -huh. I tried. Uh, if I can find a picture of it, which I think I have still got somewhere, I'll post it. Yeah. But, um, it, I can beat you on that one. I had Nigel Mansell driving gloves. Gloves. All oh, right. I got the Nigel Mansell driving gloves back in 1992 uh, oh. when he had a, a range of merchandise. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't grow a moustache. I remember my dad ringing up. I don't know how he did it or how he found the number. He found his um, the number through someone trying to find out, to try and get me some merchandise or whatever, or like if there was a fan club. And he got hold of the, the Sue Memory, which I believe was his um, sort of like personal assistant at the time, you know, working in his office. And I got a photo and a letter sent to me, signed by Mansell, you know. So oh, wow. Here he was a photo... Uh, it was at the start from the start of the '91 season, the car with him and Ricardo Petrosi. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, I, yeah. I still to this day, don't know how he did that. Uh, even if I ask him, he won't remember. But yeah, um, yeah. it is a bit of a prize sort of photo that I have. That so, um, but yeah, that that all started it really. That that those sort of things. Yeah, yeah. Now we've got a great question from Keith Wilpornio. Uh, and for once, I didn't take out Keith in the races last night. So Keith, well done. You managed to avoid me. <laughs> And the three's a crowd. But, uh, but he's asked, is there a story behind the cat poster and plane poster in the background there? Yeah, both. Yeah, we'll start with the cat one because obviously everyone calls me Jerry. Uh, that is Jerry. Um, that was our cat for many years, um, for about, you know, 11 years uh, from, from my room. Let me just get that out of the way a bit. Oh, yeah, there we are. <laughs> yeah. Um, and obviously it's what I use on my channel as the main sort of picture. Um, yeah, we'd, we'd had two cats before and they'd both, because we lived next to a main road, um, we'd all, we'd both lost them and, um, a friend of mine already had a cat and started to bring this other cat in, but they kept fighting. This other cat was Jerry. And, uh, so can you take him? Because, you know, from where he came from, apparently, I don't think they looked after him very well, these two cats. So I said, look, we'll give it one go. If he, if he does anything wrong, uh, you'll have to take him back. <laughs> And I wasn't keen because I didn't want to put the risk of his life again, you know, being right next to a main road. I always sort of said I was really worried about that. Yeah. Um, but he came along. He did, um, you know, the, the sort of house training sort of size. He was very nervous. I think I didn't think he, yeah. you know, he's, he literally wouldn't leave the cat basket when we first got him. And he stayed in my room underneath the bed. Couldn't get him out of there. He was very sort yeah. of shell-shocked, I think. Yeah. But after that first week, then he settled in and he was with us for 11 years. I had no idea how old he was when he, we got him, 
But by the time, you know, near the end, you could tell he was very old. I would say he was getting close to 20. So, I mean, wow. he, was, he was an old boy. Um, but, yeah, we, we had some good times. And, but, like I say, I never expected him to go for 11 years with that main row next to us. I don't know how he did it. Um, yeah. But he was very scared of cars, so maybe he had a bit of sense in him. Yeah, that's, that's all I can put it to that he had a bit of road sense and was able to stay away from them. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Jerry. Uh, so, so that's and then the story. Spitfire, uh, the Spitfire. Um, yeah, so I had a Spitfire flight this year, uh, which should have happened last wow. year. So, in the end, I turned it into my 40th birthday present to myself. Um, yeah. we uh, there is a video about that on my channel if you want to go and see it, you'll be able to see me. I don't pass out. I'm very proud of myself. We did a victory roll and everything. Um, and this picture um, is like a, it's like a silhouette of a Spitfire. Uh, my cousin's got it for me for my 40th birthday. But in that um, silhouette are loads of pictures of me of me growing up with cousins and family through my life. So it's sort of like a montage of pictures. Oh, that's so, lovely. Yeah, so really do. It's very treasure. So I thought perfect spot to put it. Since I've been streaming, so it's always there. It doesn't. It helps me remind me of a fantastic day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing to go on a Spitfire, and what what an experience that would be. That um, now I've got a quick offer for all everyone who is in the chat. How would you like a very special prize? And that prize could be that your picture and your voice could be on our new intro video. That's like this was the big um, uh, announcement I was going to make tonight. Um, I am making a new intro video and I need lots of voiceovers and all you professional sim racers out there and all the people in the community who enjoy watching. How would you like to have your voice saying, you're watching the Hugh Hattrick channel or it could be the Car Sim and Race Driver Show, whatever you prefer. And we'll play the best ones and then once we've decided which are best, we'll put them into the new intro video. So whenever we take a little commercial break, your voice could be on this channel. So let us know. All you need to do is record it either on an MP3 or an MP4 and send it to us. And then we'll be able to put them on and choose. And then perhaps your video and voice could be on the show. Now I will go back to the questions. We have got a question here from Flash Dagger. What's your favourite type of cheese? I'm partial to a cranberry Wednesdaydale. <laughs> uh, Red Leicester. Simple one, that. Yep. Red Leicester. Leicester, that's an yeah. easy one. That's an that's easy it. one, yeah. <laughs> not too strong, not too weak. That's it, ah, that's a nice one. And Glasgow has said, from a fellow specky, if you look directly at the sun, will it burn a hole in your head? Probably. <laughs> I did that I once in the, when we had that solar eclipse quite a few years ago. I decided to look up there with my sunglasses. Um, whether that did me any damage, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Got a good view yeah. of it, though. It was pretty yeah. impressive. Now, here's a great question from, from Scotty, and he says, have you ever won a prize on a stream? Um, let me think about that. Um, have uh, I ever won a prize on a stream? Yes, I believe I have, and I will come and claim that at one time, and I'm sure we all will. Yeah, oh, that is, <laughs> of course, that free, drink. that free drink we're all going to come across. And, yeah. uh, and thanks very much to Anders Park. I believe you've just sent um, a donation. It's just come through on my phone. That is very, very kind. Thank you so much um, for, your, for, your, for your generosity. That is huge. A big round of applause 
for the chat for for Anders Pat. That's very very kind. That uh, now we have a great question as well, also from Scotty. What's your dream car? Um, dream car. Uh, it's funny, really, because I've always liked motorsport, you know, and watching it and so forth. But it's never been like, oh yeah, I see that kind of thing. That's my dream car, you know. It's always a difficult question to answer. I, I mean, I'd be quite local, basically. I think, oh, a Lotus, you know, uh -huh. and go for a Lotus. But then they're always quite small, and I'm six foot four, so oh, wow. whether I'd be able to fit, <laughs> whether I'd be able to fit in one is another question. Um, yeah, it is a tough question to answer. But if I had, if money was no object, maybe something like, you know, like an Aston Martin or some kind. Yeah, yeah, you know, one of them. <laughs> Can't really oh, specify are, which so one, good, but any of the Aston Martins, yeah, because you know they've got a bit of style nice. to them. You want to get on a set of course at Competizione and drive the GT4 car. I mean, GT3 sounds great as well, but the GT4 is amazing. It's so nice to drive. It's quite controllable, and the noise it makes is brilliant. And uh, I love it. Absolutely love uh, racing in that car. Cool. Now, yeah. Keith will own you has come up with a great idea. He says, let's make a compilation of all the time I crash into you and you into me. And it does always seem, considering we were teammates in one of players <laughs> last championships, we were never supposed to crash into each other. Um, but we have, had, we have had a few, uh, we had a few moments, but that does sound like we'll need to get, yes, we'll definitely need to get a, a video of that one um, and see how we get on. But, um, but yeah, now here we go. And Andrew Spack said, in other words, we're going to bully those who are not good enough. He's obviously they've got a, a, a go there a, a going in the chat. Um, and Andrew Mara said Red Leicester has beetle powder in it. My goodness, my goodness, that is it. But um, I won't be having any of that then. But uh, now, <laughs> here's a good question again from Keith. He says, Penalty or not for Verstappen? Your opinion, please. Oh, uh, what this on Sunday? Um, yes, yeah, once since we've seen the on board footage, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, it's not you're not. Um, if you don't give him penalty, there's no then consistency in the decisions because other people have got penalties. But at the end of the day, it's all right, Hamilton complaining about it, but he's done it. You know, opened his steering wheel out and pushed people out. He's done it to yeah. Rosberg, so they're all as bad as each other. I mean, either just let them get on with it, or just keep giving them penalties all the while. You know, either keep consistent with the penalties or just let them get on with it. Mm. You know, it's um, but you know, with what penalties you do see, then yeah, that should have been a penalty because you can't run off the track like that. I mean, you, you think years ago that was a that was a gravel track, and they'd have been both yeah. been off. It's only because yeah, yeah. all these runoff areas now. I mean, drivers these days get away with a hell of a lot. Yeah, yeah, no, no, not, not, like, not like the good old days when uh, that would have been it out of the race. You know, they would have been both out. Well, I remember seeing that at Donington. When I was I was at the loop for, for the 1993 European Grand Prix and yep. Schumacher went wide at the kind of the back straight and he went off into the gravel and that was his race over um, exactly. and, it, yeah. and it was quite a thing and then of course it was it was watching Senna and Prost and and Hill um, kind of get on and, and then of course Senna had that incredible race where he knew he lapped everybody um, but uh, but it's astonishing what are the kind of moments because you've been to a few of these Grand Prix live haven't you um, mm. and they were pretty they were pretty famous ones that, that you that you'd attended. Yeah, uh, well, the first ever one we went to was the qualifying uh, for the British Grand Prix 1992. Oh, um, wow. Oh, that's one I would have liked uh, to have been at. 
yeah, we, we went on the wrong day. You know, we went on the Saturday and it was wet. So the, day, yeah. the times that we're counting was the day before. But mm. just to be there, the first ever time I'd be, I was like a kid at a sweet shop. It was, um, yeah. Now, was was that Patrizzi got Paul that day, didn't he? Was it Patrizzi got Paul? And Matt no, took him. I, I honestly, honestly can't remember. I mean, on the Friday, he was fastest, man. So he had the times. In terms of Saturday, who had the fastest times, I can't remember. Um, to be honest, I wouldn't have a clue. But yeah, he had Mansell had pole. Um, I think off the line in the race, I think um, Petrazio overtook and then Mansell got past him pretty quickly. I yeah. think Petrazio suddenly remembered team orders and they let him pass again. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think Mansell even got past him before Maggots. He didn't, he didn't yes, it was quite quick. Yeah, so I mean, Brundle made a great start and got ahead of Senna and all them in third. And then that was the most exciting thing of the race, wasn't it? It's Brundle and Senna. Yeah, uh, constantly yeah. sort of fighting each other off. So, but yeah, nice. just as when we were there, we stood at Maggot's curve basically, so we were quite close. But to see Mansell coming straight past you, you think you've seen your heroes and Senna. The the only one who was really pushing that day because it was wet and there was they, the forecast was the next day possibility of rain. Senna yeah. was pushing to see yeah. where the grip was. He was the only one you could tell that was actually trying to work out where the grip was, see if he could. You know, gain any advantage. Um, mm. So, but when those Ferraris came past, oh, that's when I realised I needed earplugs. It was, but their uh, their noise was incredible. Their V twelve engines were were they revved so high. It was yeah. quite a sweet sound that they made yeah. compared to the roughness of the other of the it other. It was cars. all right once you had earplugs in, but if you didn't have earplugs <laughs> in, that was bad. It was. I thought my ears were going to bleed. Um, but yeah. luckily there was <laughs> luckily there was a bloke with a bin bag full of earplugs selling them for a pound each, and so we bought some. So. Uh, <laughs> That's not too bad. It'll be a lot more now, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now, here's a good question from Darren Turner. I says, question, why did you start streaming? Why? Um, well, I suppose influenced by you folks a little bit, but also, you like, uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a hobby, really, um, just to see if I could do it. Um, whether people think I can or not, I don't know. I'll leave that up to them. But, yeah, just to see to see if I could do this sort of thing. Because it isn't easy uh, when you're on your own and you're not actually got, you're not, yes, there is people typing chat to you uh, when they're you know, sort of there and everything. But if you are on your own and there's no one there and you're trying to practice talking all the while, it's not an impossible. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how Scotty does it, how he keeps talking. Because when I'm racing, I, I I need to sometimes concentrate. If I don't concentrate, that's it. I'm all over the place. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I can't stay in a straight line. It's it's very difficult. But I suppose that may come with time that I'll get better. But um, yeah, it it's... takes a wee bit of concentration, doesn't it? I mean, there are certain areas you just can't. Like the racing I was doing on ACC last night, I couldn't read the comments, so it was Andrew who was filling in for me. Yeah, Nurburgring Nurburg GP track's difficult. You don't get a lot of respite to look at a chat, do you? It's not particularly a very long straight. Even the one at the back straight is not very long, is it? It's um, yeah. You've got to yeah. be there ready to judge that breaking point for your chicane. So it's uh, it's not easy. Um, yeah, certain tracks are easier, you know, that may have long straights and so forth, you know. But mm -hmm. um, no, it's, it's not easy. And also because you can feel... You know, as if you're on your own sometimes, but yeah, it always helps when there's other people there chatting and you react to. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I think I'm getting better. I think I'm uh -huh. getting better. Oh yeah, it, it just yeah, after a little practice, it's great. And we've got Game Tech UK 
in the chat tonight. And um, he's got a huge channel, and uh, it's a bit, I'm a big fan Whoa. of his channel. So good to see you, Game Tech. Good to see you, Jason. If you've not uh, gone to Jason's channel, it's always a, a great one um, to have a look at, as well, of course, as Simon's here, Jerry NCF1. And it's all links are there in the description. And we're desperately trying to get Jason from Game Tech UK onto, onto, the, onto the interview. So let's make sure in the chat we pressurize him as much as possible. Say, come on, come on, come on, have, have an interview with us. That would be that would be a lot of fun. Now I'll go back to the questions here. Now um, from uh, Daz PS5, who do you think is the best Formula One driver, past or present? Yeah, it's a difficult one. Um, different generations. I try and look at cities. I always think Jim Clark is. It's a struggle to beat him. It's. You look at the, you know, because you remember the, the idea that his Lotus were very fragile cars and how many times, he, you know, he retired and he was always on pole most of the time, leading races. He led, I think his leading of laps is one of the best at the statistics. So he'd have probably won five world championships if he hadn't kept, the cars kept breaking down, even, yeah. even with his death. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's for me. I mean, I'll be honest. I know it's not it's not a popular decision with Scotty and probably other people, but I was never a fan of Michael Schumacher. Um, I, 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 what he did to Hill and what he tried to yeah. do to Villeneuve, I just think that's taking that level too far. It's a bit the same with Senna. There's just that level where they're prepared to go. Jim Clark was mm -hmm. never like that. You know, he was yeah. a sportsman, and also he, no matter what motorsport he went into, he could win it. Yeah, he did touring yeah. cars, he did this, he did that. You know, I'm sure if Formula One drivers in later years, you know, were allowed to go in different, um, you know, sports, uh, different other classes of motorsport, they would win them as well. But, yeah, you know, I just yeah. think Jim Clark overall, yeah, I, I just put him ahead. I, I just think there was something about him almost unearthly, like you know, people say that about Senna and all that, but. Again, yeah, he was Clark. incredibly the mild speaking man that just, yeah. I mean, I, he lived just a few miles away from where I was born and brought up, and he was in Churnside, I was in Duns. Um, and my father, my, my father had met him on a few occasions because uh, he was a GP yeah. in Duns. And uh, and uh, so, but just such a, a kind of under underrated kind of person. You know, he, he wasn't big headed in any way or no, form, and just a, a, he was a farmer, sheep farmer. Yeah. Um, and you know it's uh, quite incredible, but he could turn his talents to motor racing. And I always remember uh, the quote saying when you, after he raced, I think locally at Charter Hall, in the Borders, um, and he said, "Why is everybody else going so slowly?" <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and, he, and he said it kind of innocently because he thought, "Are they not trying? Are they? Is there a yellow flag? Mm. You know, is there a reason for it?" And he said, "No, it's just that you're going two or three seconds faster." Everyone else, you know, that was the thing. No, he um, just he just seemed to have a natural gift, a pure natural gift. Yeah. Because uh, even in uh, not just pure speed, but is also his race craft as well. I th which, if when we talk about Senna, I thought sometimes that's where he lacked. Yeah. His race craft qualifying, you could probably put him the best. Yeah. You could find a gap on that track and get a lap from nowhere. Hamilton's yeah, close yeah. to that. He's pretty good at that. Yeah. But, uh, but Jim Cut just overall, um, in those cars when it was so dangerous, yeah, um, yeah. be able to do what he did. So uh, it's just a shame there's not more footage, really. 
Um, but yes. you, hear all, you hear all the stories. I mean, I love that story from Jackie Oliver when he took him around in Urbo, you know, Norslifer. He said, oh, yeah, follow me, you know. And, uh, you know, <laughs> and Jackie Oliver saying, oh, I'm doing quite well here. I'm keeping up with him. And then get to the second lap when he was just gone. Uh, <laughs> and just uh, left him behind. <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of crazy, isn't it? When people are that good and they just drive away um, yeah. and leave you in the dust, isn't it? But um, So tell me, what are your favourite combinations on things like GT Sport? What are your favourite cars and tracks to drive? Um, yeah, on GT, I mean, it's always been Brands Hatch. I don't know what it is. Um, obviously I've been there for touring cars maybe because I've been there I feel like I know it, I don't know but um, yeah, I enjoy Brands Hatch um, I seem to enjoy driving the Porsche 911 around there and the Group 3 cars um, like the Porsche Carreras mm. that you see at uh, the Sport and Series at touring cars, they're quite good so I always feel like that's a comfortable car to drive, it's a good first gear as such, you know, it's not like too much of a sharp first gear where you have to jump into second gear straight away. It's a bit more smooth. May not have the top end speed, but around Brands Hatch, that's not so important. So, because it's quite difficult to overtake. So, I like that yeah. combination. Um, and any of the world, real world tracks like Spa, hmm. um, uh, I don't mind the Red Bull Ring or not the Austrian circuit um not great fan of catalonia though it's okay and i don't mind interlagos as well but some of the gran turismo sort of made up tracks i i never have been yeah. able to get my head around them don't know what it is yeah they vary they vary aren't they yeah. some of them are better than others so do you find that you do a lot of the daily racing on gt sport just in your own time um yeah no. yeah i mean i'll look at that and see what appeals to me i very rarely do race a's um, yeah. I only did one the other day because they were Ford Focuses and because I drive a Ford Focus I thought well I better do one <laughs> and, um, but they do seem to be a bit um, mental um, yeah. so uh, I generally stay away from a little bit so it's often race B if anything but if Brands Hatch turned up in race C I'd definitely do it Yeah, um, yeah. So, which it was quite a while back now but I did get a lot of good results and that suddenly brought me up to A and I thought not sure if I'm really an A. I might be an A on uh, Brands Hatch, but I don't think I am on other circuits. And that soon you soon find that out. <laughs> <laughs> it is tough, though, isn't it? But it's just certain tracks that seem to work really well. So, do you do Gran Turismo on a PS4 or do you do it on a PS5? No, I've got a PS4. I, I can wait for a PS5. I'm in no rush. You know, I, yeah. you know, I've always been that sort of person. Like, yeah, all right, it's a new one. You know, a new console. I'll I'll wait for it to come down in price a bit. You know, it's you know yeah. a bit cautious <laughs> with the money in that sense. Um, but no, I'm I'm happy, and I think the PS4 still provides me with plenty enough entertainment. Um, still does the job. So yeah, that's that's what I've got it on. Now, I did have ACC on that, but then I did purchase myself a gaming laptop, and then got ACC on there, and just made a brief start on that, and hopefully build my confidence up on that. And hopefully yeah. come and join you on some uh, tiers uh, uh, lobby race. Oh, you enjoy them, yeah. Yeah. When you, once you get used to... yeah. Once I get used to being with other cars on the track, I'm all right when I'm on my own. But once uh, getting used to other cars on the track, then maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what's your favourite group then? Are you a Group Three and Group Four, or do you prefer other 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 types of cars? Um, yeah, I, it's between Group Three and Group Four. Um, and it just depends on the car a little bit. Like I said, I don't mind. I quite enjoy the Porsche 911s, but then I like the Sirocco. It's quite a nice handling car in yeah, Group yeah. Fours. Um, 
what was the other one that I don't mind? Uh, the Beatles quite good on GT Sport. That's that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, I, it's a bit. Almost, I always go like towards a poor safe pair of hands in Group Three. Anything yeah. else seems a bit scary. Yeah, um, yeah, but it's just getting yeah, getting getting your head around you know and practicing with them really more than anything. And I haven't just haven't really had the time to sort of really experiment too much with the. Uh, I think that's the I think it's the McLaren I've been using on ACC. Yeah, yeah, McLaren's maybe for the braking. It's fairly stable. Yeah, um, yeah. So no, I think that's what good. I heard from some. So I thought, oh, that sounds like a nice easy car to start with. You know, don't go crazy into the hard cars. It's just something that's. Nice yeah. and stable, you know, yeah. and get used to the tracks, you know. Yeah, because GT three is, is tough on ACC, but if you get the the um the extras, you know, like the options, you can get like the GT four pack and things like that, and then you get lots of other cars, which is good. But uh, now we've got some great questions here, and also some statements from uh, Darren Turner said I did the race A before, and it was brilliant. I think it was only the third time that he's done it, and this week, of course, I think it's the little Honda cars, aren't they? Yes, yeah, Maggiore West, I think. Yeah, I um, saw one of Arky's videos. Um, he was uh, seeing and they, they look reasonably good fun, yeah. But I still think no, Arky's is quite good at those ones. I'm not. Yeah, I'll stay I did a qualifying, and I haven't done any races there yet. Now, yeah. um, Stephen Scott is uh, Scotty is saying, um, do I have a chance of beating uh, JJ in Saturday's HH TCC race? Of course, which is our race on Saturday night. So can Scotty beat Jack this Saturday? What do you think? Yeah, because if Jack's hurt his foot, yeah. Oh, he has he hurt his foot. Oh well, a speedy. Yeah, an odd, odd. Yeah, I don't know if it's just he's invented a story, but he's saying he's off school tomorrow. So I mean, at the end of the day, I don't oh. know if it's, uh, so maybe he's it's off. a little sort of just to try and say, okay, oh, I'm not funny. So in case he does lose, he said, well, my, my foot was sore, you know. But <laughs> no, we know we know Jack is very quick. I mean, yeah. over a single lap, he's incredibly quick. But that's. Where Scotty, you know, he's very consistent, Scotty, over yeah. a course of a race where sometimes maybe Jack isn't. But that last race, it was one of the best sim races I've seen between two people. That was great. Because wasn't it? they know each other, they respect each other, they know how each other races. So there was nothing stupid going on. Yeah. Um, it, it was brilliant to watch. It really was. It was one of the best. I hope there'll be another one like that this weekend. Um, yeah. yeah. Going up uh, from Arouge. Up to Radion, Rue, uh-huh. <laughs> um, then into Camel Strait, and they'll be uh, hopefully passing each time on Camel Strait uh, each lap. So uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm sure it'll be a great race because, um, but uh, it's going to be a tough call. Um, it's is it definitely because obviously that Fiji Strait is a lot longer than anything on Spa, so that's why it was so easy to overtake. So yeah. it'll be whoever can get a, a good first lap. So, and I believe Jack is on pole, isn't he? Uh, yes, yes, yes. I'm yeah. in top split. I'm not far away from oh, Glasgow. Right. Yeah, we're only nice. a few tenths away from Glasgow. We've had such a close mm. battle um, with our point in terms of points and things and finishes. So I'm hoping that we can have a good race this weekend and then we'll resume our battle from there. Um, but uh, but it's definitely... Mm. You know, Andrew Marr is very, very impressed that you know the different corners or uh, Rouge, because he's been complaining to everybody. I've been there, uh, so I should know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, that's the thing. Now, Darren is saying, is that a JD and Coke that you might be drinking there? No, I don't drink alcohol, so it is just Coke. Ah, it's just like <laughs> me. It's like me, teetotal. But uh, yeah. no, that's the thing. That's fantastic. Now, just a quick plug. 
next week we have got will daniels now the last time we had will daniels on uh, and i think it's still the same he worked for a very special formula one team and it was a french formula one team but because of legal reasons we were not allowed to mention the name um, that he was directly from he could say what he wanted to say and everybody kind of knows what team it is um, but he is coming back because he's been involved in the mini championship uh, the bmw mini championship and his team won the championship so he's going to be coming on next week next thursday at nine o'clock to explain how it all went and also what he's doing in f1 as well and um, which is going to be really exciting to actually have people there who are involved in how these incredible teams work so make sure you don't miss it um, it's going to be something that Rue has said, is that a blue car? It might just be. And the funny thing was, when I asked him, would you like, um, who would you, what driver would you like to, to, to come on next year? And he said, uh, you know, is Alonso one of your picks? Who would you prefer? Because I think it's going to be between Alonso and another younger driver. Um, it wasn't the answer you would expect. So get ready for some surprises when he comes mm -hmm. on next week. In a week's time, it will be Will Daniels. Um, so we've got some great guests coming up as well for our Christmas special. And we've got a fantastic guest here tonight with Simon Jerry NCF1. Now, let's see. What are the next questions that we have? Uh, is there a main driver? I'm <laughs> the Rue said, is their main driver very happy and in a pit of stop? Uh, if I can pronounce <laughs> that right, as, uh, as he would say. But yes, yeah, so that's all what's going to be coming on next week. So what are your plans over the next few months then? Um, Simon, for your channel and also for the big races, what would you like to compete in? Oh, um, yeah, just to see the channel grow a little bit if it can do. That, you know, that that's always a bonus. But like I said, it, it's just a hobby for me at the moment. So obviously, with a full time job as well, it's hard to you. Know, you come home at night sometimes. You think you have the best intentions to do a stream and then think, no, I can't be bothered. Uh, you know, you just want to sit there and relax, you know, so it's um, it's all right when you're off for a week and then you've got the time, uh, like next week, so I'll be able to, able to do a bit more. But uh, but I also wonder, because obviously in the title of the name of the channel is NC, as in Norwich City, a f local football team. I want to mm. try and incorporate a bit more of that into it. Um, uh -huh. I have started playing as Norwich, you know, on FIFA, um so i want to try and incorporate that a little bit more and maybe entice a few norwich fans you know just for you know general banter and discussion you know about what's going on in football and especially with norwich city um if that happened that that would be a bonus yeah that would yeah, be good yeah. because they're, they're my two sort of sporting you know at the top of the pedestals is it was always norwich city football first and then formula one came along later in life so uh, but it's generally motorsport in general now. I probably watch more British touring cars than I do Formula One um, yeah, because yeah. I I went to three this year. I went to obviously Snetterton, the local one. Uh, we went to Silverstone, me and my father, and then I went to Brands Hatch for, for the for the finale. So, uh, oh wow! Yeah, so That's a, yeah, I've never been to Brands Hatch. I've been to Hilton Park uh, and Donington and Silverstone um, and obviously Knock Hill. In Scotland, um, but uh, but yeah, but Brands Hatch, I'd mm. love to go and see what that's like. Yeah, it's, it's Alton Park. I want to go to and Croft and Notting yeah. Hill, their places. But I've been uh, to Croft Donington. Yeah, I've yeah. Been, 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 been to Donington as well a couple of times. So yeah, uh, it's always cold uh, when I go there though. <laughs> yeah, so I was, uh, yeah, back in '93, yeah. 
But um, but mm. uh, now, Stephen uh, Scotty has asked a great question. What would you like to see in GT Seven? Yeah, people like you know. You see, again, I'm one of these people who's not. You know, I don't get overly excited about it, you know, because I just think they're going back to the old format, which I didn't, well, it looks like they are to me, which mm. I was never a great fan of. You know, I like this GT Sport, how they did things. So that's my only concern. But, you know, the only thing that always disappoints us about GT is there's no lotuses in them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I would like well, to see... Well, I think they had them in earlier cars. They definitely well, had them in, in the earlier games. Yeah, I'm sure I had a, there was a Lotus Elise that you could put, you could drive around the top gear track, and it was really hard, and yeah. you had to get a certain time. Yeah, so like I said, I never I only ever played the first game, I never played any of the others, so you could be very, you know, very possibly yeah. right. But in this, there's a shame in GT Sport for how many types of car they had, no Lotus. So if they could bring a Lotus into it, happy days. Yeah, and the rumors are going to have Alfa Romeo. They're going to have the like the like the touring cars from the the nineties. Oh yeah, that. cool. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That I remember. Would be fantastic. I remember those days. Yeah. Yeah, with Tarquini doing. Yeah. I remember seeing him. I was at the race when he did his barrel roll no. um, and not kill. It's Tarquini. Um, yeah, that was incredible. Um, but, uh, but I loved that Alpha. My, my father had a one five five. It wasn't a Silverstone model. It was just a standard two liter. Um, and way back in nineties, it was an R Edge ninety seven car. Uh, but it was such a good car. I absolutely loved it. Um, but um, but yeah, no, those those were the things. And if they have, so I think if they have a kind of more a kind of touring car championship, I could see that being really power, really kind of popular. And if that was a daily race, that would be exceptional. Yeah, um, definitely. That, yeah, it would be, be yeah. a lot of fun. But um, but I think I, I don't mind some of the old tracks. To be fair, in GT7, but I think getting the new ones is important. I think because it gives that even more realism. Um, and people can enjoy playing the tracks that they love to go and see as well, or they watch on TV. Yeah, exactly. I I think you know is um, you like the real ones. You just relate to a bit more. Yeah. And you just think, oh yeah, I know this corner. And you, even like from either watching it on TV or being there, you have it gives you some sort of aspect of how to take a corner by seeing yeah. it in real life. When it's yeah. a track where it doesn't exist. My brain can't get around the fact of even watching on people, however people race it. I, I think, well, I haven't seen this in real life. How, how does this corner work? And, yeah. and that's how my brain doesn't seem to be able to configure that. I don't know why other people can do it, but for some reason I can't. <laughs> now, here's a good question for you Who are your favorite YouTubers? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yeah. Um, well, I've got to put it down. Um, the first person I watched was Jimmy Broadbent, but mainly uh, for his karting videos. You know, yeah, when he was doing karting. His sim racing, yeah, it's okay, but you know, it's not my some of the games he plays. It's not my cup of tea. Um, obviously, Super GT is very good. <coughs> Sorry, um, <laughs> uh, he's very good. But obviously, you know, on a serious point, Scotty was the first sort of person I communicated with within the community uh, and made me feel uh, very welcome. And yeah. And to be fair to him, you know, his style is very appealing. You know, yeah. it's the, how he continues to talk that long. Yeah. You know, I don't know how he does it, but you know, every time when we sort of communicate, you know, if we're in a party chat, he does go quite quiet. So I always feel like I'm sort of putting him in a corner. So I always feel a bit bad about, uh, coming into a party. So I always like to just leave him to himself because then he seems a lot more comfortable. And, but yeah. he's he's very good at it, and 
Yeah, and it's been nice to be able to see other people singing, like Darren, uh, yeah, who, yeah. Uh, Darren Turner. Um, he's been very supportive of me from from when I started. One of the first few regulars always pops in, is always much appreciated. Yourself, you, I yeah. do enjoy watching you racing and how, especially last night, it was like, oh yeah. no, you know, it was like, yeah, yeah that passion, <laughs> the passion that there, always that, happens. Yeah. It always yeah. happens at yeah. some point. Yeah, the crash. passion is there. That's that's what it is. It's the passion I like, and um, definitely, yeah. Um, <laughs> But it, the, yeah, there's plenty of, of people. Yeah, I like some of the smaller streamers. I just think mm. it's more genuine. You know, I don't mind some of the big ones like now and again to watch, but not all the time. You know, yeah, so yeah. I, you know, I don't mind Basic Ollie as well. I'll pop into his. I don't really watch Key very much. Um, he's okay, but yeah, mm. it's not my sort of thing. There's um, Rory as well. He's good. He's yeah. a very laid back character. So again. Yeah. Um it's, it's nice and relaxing to watch, you know, nothing going crazy going on. Mm. And then you get Tia who's completely different sort of ballpark in the sense that when she starts getting upset, swearing in French and you don't know what she's saying really, do you? So <laughs> But she's um, great. And she was after say I've never seen her drive. Um she was struggling last night in that car. She was she was not as quick as she normally is. Um I was quite surprised to be ahead of her here and there and and uh, and, and you know because normally she's right up there in the top five or top ten easily, um, but I think the Porsche 911 Cup car is tricky. Um, it's different. It's a, uh, a different kettle of beast. A lot of people were saying that, weren't they? It's, yeah, uh, it's but a, I quite it's liked a different it. Beast. Um, I really yeah. got into it, um, which I was I was surprised because the first time I drove it was at Brandsatch in a three's a crowd race, and I, I I thought I made this amazing start. And I got up about three or four places. And then I hit the curve coming over the first corner and I spun and lost the whole thing. It's a very um, unsettling curve, that first curve at Brantage. You catch yeah, that wrong. Yeah. Um, and especially when your tyres are cold at the start, you, you've yeah. got no chance. Aye, aye. No, that's the thing. So keep your questions coming for Simon here and uh, make sure you put it in capitals so I can read them. That uh, Now, here we are. That uh, Darren has said, I compare Rory to Morgan Freeman. His voice is very relaxing. Yeah, and, I can uh, see that. And also when Jeff when Jeff winds her up and she starts to complain or she starts to sing. <laughs> and there was a, a very funny time um, where, uh, for those of you who have seen Thea's stream, uh, of course she has this great French accent. Um, and I was racing right with her and uh, I was right behind her and I was trying to overtake. Um, and all we could hear was, Hugh, Hugh, he's trying to overtake me. <laughs> and then my wife, my wife walked in from the race and all she could hear is a French woman shouting my name at a, at a, high, at a high voice. And I thought, I can assure you, Danny, it's a game. It's a racing game, you know, but it was... A... Oh, it's a game, all right. It's a game, all right. I thought my bags would have to be packed, um, but thankfully it was. I managed to get myself out of that one. Um, but uh, now there is a golf question that Andrew oh. Marr wants to ask you. And he says, how long have you been playing golf and why? Ah, golf. Um, yeah, well, it was just one sport that I was I found and I could play. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, at school I was a bit, you know, because of my height and everything, all arms and legs as such. So football I was never really any good at. Cricket I was okay, but not brilliant. But golf... I sort of self-taught myself just by reading books and watching Nick Faldo. He was my favourite golfer and sort of based my swing on him. And, yeah, just started off with a bit of pitch and putt. Dad would take me and a local couple of local courses. And then a friend of mine at school was a member at a golf club. We started playing sort of their fair in most of the holidays. 
mm-hmm. and started to get into it and found, yeah, I could get my head around. If, you know, if I'd have been sort of like the generation of these days of being at school and the, you know, the chances you get, you know, you know, of getting like funding and so forth, you might have had a chance. But back then when I was at school, no chance. If you didn't play yeah. football or cricket, they weren't interested. It. You know, <laughs> it was like that. But no, I luckily have met one a few people who enjoyed playing golf and some lovely courses around here. So, yeah, yeah. I played. Fortunately, not just due to the pandemic, just due to a bit of a shoulder injury. I haven't really been able to play over the last couple of years. But if it does heal up a bit again, I'm hoping to get back into it. But, yeah, it's it's just something It's um, you think it should be an easy game, but it isn't. So it <laughs> makes you want to go back to it and improve every time, even though it frustrates the hell out of you. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just something that I don't mind. It's my strongest part of my game is my sort of you know sort of 90 yards in sort of yeah. pitching the you know if i'm playing a lot of pitching part as a younger uh you know young grad out as such and the putting is very frustrating um yeah. but yeah don't know how it really you know when i suddenly wanted to go and play i think i just came across two golf clubs in the shed because my dad used to play at these pitching back courses many years ago before i was born Oh yeah. yeah, and they really said, "Oh, I'll take you," and that's just how it started. And I just found yeah. I could sort of play it. So, uh, yeah. I don't think Darren Turner is a golf fan uh, because he says he says, yeah. Yeah, "Why would anyone play golf? It's almost as boring as cricket." So, <laughs> watching it, I'd agree. Yeah, uh, um, <laughs> I, the only golf I generally like to watch is either the Ryder Cup or the British Open. I, I generally don't watch anything else because they're the sort of big tournaments. But yeah. yeah, again with cricket, I watch stuff against Australia, and yeah. the sort of uh, sort of like these uh, twenty twenty things, but not much else. I I love the golf game on uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, but you can do it. It's so <laughs> it's so much fun, and also the tennis. The tennis is great. Um, yeah. Grand Theft Auto Five is it's a real laugh. Um, it's great. It's it's really good fun. And we've just been joined by Just Deal GT. So welcome, hey, welcome to the here. channel. It's good to, good to see you. And uh, if you've got any questions, then uh, you can put them in the chat here and put them in capitals if you can. And then it just means we can uh, see them clearly for um, uh, for Simon. Now, what would you like Simon to say to your community? Because you're you've got more followers. You're up to I think we're up to thirty nine at the last the last count that we saw. Yeah, and you're well yeah. loved, and you're very and you're popular within the community. Um, What's been the biggest impact that you've had in knowing the community? What, what's it like? Um, it's been sort of knowing there's other people like myself out there, really, because you, you begin to think you're alone. You know, you're the only one, but you soon realise that you're not. Um, and but it's such a friendly community, even mm. though there's always going to be people, you know, the ones that you don't that aren't part of the community. You do come across that are just there for themselves. But it's amazing, mm. you know, like there's people like uh Dyker who just said do you want me to do your livery i'll do you one and you think yeah but don't do you know if it's going to take you for god knows how long you know and he just does it for you you know oh i've got this software but i'll do that for you but bang you know because liveries i i can do yeah. very basic things start, yeah, yeah exactly start, so but <laughs> what he can do is it's unbelievable um it's yeah you can't sort of describe how positive the impact is really it's hard to say it in words because when you're sort of online it's 
in the early days, it was a bit faceless and not really communicating with people. You like just like typing, but now you can talk to people, and they're all so friendly and talk, open to talking. You know, and you can talk, and it's nice to talk about things because a lot of my friends sort of like. Sorry, say in real life, I was the only one who liked motorsport. Never, they never yeah. liked motorsport, so it was always difficult to, apart from one or two family members who liked it, to find people to sort of mull it over and have a not an argument, but a, a heated exchange of views on what happened in the last race or whatever, you know. And and that's what's good now because we can all have different views about it, but not fall out, you know. And just, yeah, yeah, and which is good. Discuss about it. And of course, that's what it's all about. Um, no matter whether it's football, Formula One, or whatever, you know, and definitely, um, and GT Sport is another one that's raised it, you know, like yeah. um, how it can cause so many um, discussion points, you know, this uh, whole uh, huge community, and uh, and our sort of small part of one that we're doing, and uh, you know, as the people sometimes people say, don't you know about this? I said no <laughs> and you find out from other people you know it's like have uh, you heard of that stream well, no not unless you tell me you know it's um it's funny and there's so many um and there's so yeah. many out there and then and as you find out more then youtube recommends more for you as well so it's all it's going kind to of, it keeps growing exactly, that, that's yeah, how I find yeah. Out and they say yeah and then you say oh haven't you heard about it? no you know because otherwise my brain can only take so much i'll lose track of where i am um <laughs> but no, it's um, no, it's it really has been something positive to come out of an awful time of the year for everyone. Yeah, over this yeah. last eighteen months, um, and even if say all of a sudden everything went back to normal tomorrow, which I wouldn't do, but if it did, I would continue with this. You know, I would always find time for this. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's not going to be something that I just suddenly stop. It's, no. um, it's something yeah. that, I, that I enjoy and sort of hang out with people who have an interest in similar things. Ah, fantastic. Well, that's great. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I think everyone's community is a bit different. It's always unique. And it's so nice to know everybody and to be able to race against them and just to have a chat. And we've had some good, especially on HHTCR Championship, we've had some great chats, great, great racing as well as we're watching it. And then it's, mm. always, you know, it's live streamed as well, which is great fun. And I believe it, um, Matt from TMK Racing is with us today. Um, yeah, Matt, and, happy uh, birthday, Matt. I believe it's his birthday. It's, um, yeah, so we're celebrating until Saturday. Um, but um, So happy birthday. If it's your birthday today, that's fantastic. And uh, I'll, I'll reiterate again for everyone who's watching, if you would like your voice to be, and, and potentially your video as well, to be in my new intro video, all you need to say is, you're watching the Car Simon Race Driver Show. Or you can choose an alternative. You're watching the Hugh Hattrick channel and we'll choose the best one. So you can try and sound like famous people if you like. And we'll choose the best ones that we can and then they will go into the new intro video. Perhaps, Simon, you might be up for doing that too. You've got a bit of a voice that could sound I mean, a bit like Murray Walker or Nigel Mansell, I think, in there. I'm sure. Have you ever done any impressions? When I was a kid, I always thought I was pretty good at impressions. Um, I used to do a lot of Mr. Bean. I could do all that because he was a very visual person. Yeah. So yeah. more than voices, but I always thought I could do them. But then as you stop when you get to a certain age and you just get out of practice. So I used to think I was quite good at actors and things like that. But yeah, Murray Walker, I mean, 
it's almost like a disrespect to him, really, trying to do a Murray Walker because <laughs> there is no one like Murray Walker and he's so sadly missed. Um, when he stopped, Formula One commentary yeah. just was never the same. It's yeah. the same with James. Yeah. For me, for me, as my generation, it was listening to Murray Walker and James Hunt, two completely different people. Yeah. Um, you know, and trying to what share one, trying to share one yeah. microphone. That that is the yeah. classic thing about between one of them yanking the microphone, one <laughs> sitting down, one standing up. It's you know a classic combination. But for some reason, it worked. Um, yeah. You know, some people you know sort of had their things about James Hunt, but I just thought you know he said what he thought. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that about the second commentator. Yeah, Murray's the one to be level-headed and not to just, uh, you know, to keep things on a level plane. But your yeah. second one is to give that strong opinion and say what they think. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, I think he was sometimes a little bit over the top, but I think he also did sometimes say, right, well, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But sometimes, you know, you listen to, I think Mark Webber's good. I enjoy Mark Webber. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 no, he is good. I liked when it was David Coulthard and Martin Brundle. I yeah, thought it they, wasn't were, too they bad. were they were quite a good combination. Yeah. But um, I, I always felt both of them were trying to be the lead commentator, and so yeah. they never felt that. It always felt a little bit uneasy for me. I think you always need to have one commentator that is not a driver, yeah. and one that is a driver. Um, it seems to work better in Formula One. Um, but yeah, it, it sort of did work, but. I remember that Canadian Grand Prix when it was postponed for what two hours. Yeah, cool yeah. time. Brundle had to keep talking. It, ooh, you know, it's. Uh, I think they struggled. <laughs> I think they struggled. Murray, Murray Walker and um, Martin Brundle would have been all right. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a struggle that day for them. At least when the race got going again, it was all right. You know, because there was yeah. plenty going on. But yeah, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Now we've had a request. From Uh-oh. Scotty, uh, he says, "Please, can you do your Irish accent?" Can I do my Irish accent? I've never claimed to do an Irish accent. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, should I try and do something from Father Ted? Um, one of my favourite sitcoms. Um, Let me just try and think of a line. Um, Are you right, Ted? <laughs> yeah, I hear I do. <laughs> Are you right there, Father? Uh, do you want a cup of tea, Father? Now go on, 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 go on. I always remember the one when Ted says, "You didn't let Dougal do a funeral, did you?" You know, you let Dougal like... do a funeral. You let Dougal do a funeral. Huh. Sorry about that. We need to get we need to get Scotty to do that. He'd be fantastic with that. His yeah. accent is is brilliant. That, uh, but no, that's we the need... thing. We need to put the brick on the accelerator. <laughs> <laughs> and they end up, what is it? They, they watch all like the Saigon adventures yeah, all the in the meantime. That was no help at all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, that's the thing. Oh, it was absolutely brilliant. And yeah. Golden Bottle has just arrived as well, just as we're rounding oh. everything up. But, uh, but uh, it's good to see everyone. And it's been fantastic, all the comments here as well. And uh, as I say, we've got our HHTCR Championship race on Saturday. So you'll be able to watch that live. Um, And uh, I was going to say, Simon, what's your next big race? What are you going to be competing in? What are you going to have a go at? Uh, Well, we'll see what the dailies are next week. I'm not sure what they are. Um, I was not doing too bad. What was it? Uh, Race? 
what is race B this week? Is it race B? No, race C. Uh, yeah, I was doing quite well in race C on Monday on that. So if I get any time before the end of the week, I might do a little bit more of that over the weekend uh, to see what sort of happens. Because Norwich, I've got quite a bit going on Saturday with our new manager. So during the day, I'll yeah. be listening to that. Um, if that all goes wrong pretty quickly, I might switch it off and <laughs> go back to Greta as well. Um but uh, and then obviously your HSTCR series, I'll be sitting there watching that. Yeah. And yeah. then Sunday, well, I might have to try and film a time or so. But next week I'm off, so I hope you do. It's another Grand stream. Prix, isn't it? Another Grand Prix. Is it's, it this weekend? Yeah. Is it, is it this weekend? Is it the Saudi Grand Prix or what's the one? Is it this weekend? Is it in Qatar or is it? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think which one it is. Don't yeah, know, I've lost track of these last few ones. How they work out? Because I always remember Brazil being the last race. So I got used to that. I always thought that was the best race to finish on Brazil. There was always guaranteed a good race. Yeah. Abu Dhabi yeah. never really produced classics. Um, yeah. But Brazil always generally The does. new track layout might be quite good, though. I've seen a video about the new track layout, so it could be a bit better. That's what it's all down to, to in modern Formula 1, isn't it? If they can yeah. get the track design right, you know. You, you know yeah, it's, it's Qatar this weekend, yeah. Too many long straights going into chicanes where you can only go in one line. You need a corner. You can... Go into two nights like like a big hairpin or something like that. Yeah, I know that's that's going to be. I'm, I'm going to. I'm looking forward to that actually. Um, and Jack and uh, Just Deal has both said um, that that it's Qatar this weekend. A triple header. Yeah, triple um, header. And then there's there's a bit of a break or a week or two I think. And then it's uh, then it goes off to uh, Abu Dhabi I think, isn't it? After that. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's actually finishes almost in December. It's kind of crazy. It's getting, late, a, getting long good. seasons now, aren't they? Long seasons. I always remember waiting for ages for the next yeah, season. Yeah, it, it was because it was October, it, middle of October yeah. when it finished. Yeah, and now it seems it. as though it's back around straight away, isn't it? As if it's yeah, uh, yeah. on again. So, not and sure that, if it's the right thing quite that many races. I never do know if that's quite yeah. right. You've got to think of the families, you know, the people who work in Formula 1. It must be one hell of a trek to do that all year. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, no, so it's, it's hard to say. It's um, but I always like because again, it affects when people say who's the greatest form one driver. You, you then can't base it on points or wins because yeah. Hamilton's drove driven a hell of a lot more races than predecessors of different generations have. So it's you can't judge yeah. it on those sort of statistics. Yeah, anymore. that's true. Yeah, yeah, with um, the points and things. Yeah, and they've and all they changed. More, they get more points yeah. now than they did before exactly, for a long time. Yeah, and it's very but, hard uh, to judge it on that, and it's more and more difficult. So, yeah. Now, TMK, uh, Matt has said, ask Simon if he'll do co-commentary cool this weekend. So he's giving you a request. Oh, um, if yeah. he's prepared to put up with me, yeah. I mean, I thought he had room with it. I mean, if they want, if they want a third one. Feel well, free. That's yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy to do it. I'll <laughs> no, be, I'll be like Martin Brundle was when he first did one when he was missing in a race and they had Murray Walker and James and then Murray Walker just sitting in the background. Uh, Martin Brundle sitting in the background. Yeah. With yeah. your little comment, <laughs> definitely. I'm yeah. up for that. Well, that'll be day. fun. That'll be super. And a big thank you. Um, to everyone watching tonight who's been in the chat and giving comments and asking questions and just watching whether it be on the video live or listening on the podcast. It's been amazing to have you on the show tonight. It's, uh, as you, I love the name of the Jerry NCF1, named after your cat. I mean, of course, your real name is Simon. That's a brilliant way, brilliant way to do it. And it's been awesome to have you on the show. Make sure that you subscribe to his channel. The link is in the description below. 
And if yeah, you thank, like what you see, thank you. You are yeah, very much welcome. appreciated. Yeah. And if you yeah. like what you see, check out our back catalogue because we've got lots of different YouTubers and stars of sim racing and racing as well. We've got people like David Farrell, Super GT, Tidgney, Key, Rory, and many, many more. And we're looking forward to our Christmas special. So stay tuned for information on that. But it's great to see everybody. And uh, Jerry, I will leave it to you. As you've been watching long enough, would you like mm -hmm. to finish with our famous motto? Oh, let me just get into position. Hang on. Drive fast and try not to crash. Or you may win the race in the first corner. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, everyone. Take care. See you soon. Bye. Bye just now.